guys. Welcome back to Parental Advisory, Good Moms, Bad Choices. This is Erica. And Mila. And um, we have a special guest here today, my friend, Amina Butterfly. Hello. If you don't know Amina, she is a super duper talented singer, beautiful single mama of two beautiful little girls, one that's sitting right here right now. (laughs) Bronx in the house. Make sure to check out her Instagram. Is it just at Amina Butterfly? Yeah. B U D D A. That's right. Fly. (laughs) Um, So, how was your weekend, Jamila? My weekend was really good. Wait, this weekend I went to New York, right? This past weekend? Did you? I don't know. (laughs) No, we. So we were re- we pre-recorded our last episode and we told you we were pre-recording it because we had shit to do. Jamila had shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> she had a trip planned and she was going to update us on her trip. Oh yeah, so I went to Jersey to see my home girl and my little young thing over the weekend. Uh, my my friend has epic house parties, so she had an epic Memorial Day house pool house party all day shindig. It was popping. Shout out to Amara. Um, yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. That's cute. Yeah, I did a little. Went out to Brooklyn and then hung out a little bit. Shaked a little ass. <laughs> yeah. That was really mostly it. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't remember what I did Memorial Day weekends. We'll just skip mine. Well, what did you do this past weekend? Because what you did this past weekend was pretty fucking lit, bitch. <laughs> well, if you were listening to our last episode, you know that I got invited to Nicaragua. And I was conflicted on whether or not I was going to go. Well, I went. And let me just tell you, it was kind of a shit show. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it ended up being okay. It was definitely an adventure. But, yeah. I went to Nicaragua. Had to evacuate. um, Had to evacuate uh, the day that I landed because they're trying to overthrow their president. When I... When I pulled in from the airport, this guy came and picked me up. The, the person who invited me didn't tell me the hotel was two and a half hours away from the airport. So I'm driving in the jungle at night with a stranger. And then we like get to this roadblock and there's like all these trees in the street and masked men with machetes and AK-47s. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to die. Oh my God. And the guy was like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. They just want money. And I'm like, oh, okay. Don't worry. So we pay them off. Then we get to another place. But this time, there's like, they've like started little fires. There's like little, did, did I send you the photo? You didn't, oh my I didn't God. see no fires, girl. Girl, they had like closed the road off with tree trunks and then had lit fires. And so were like people couldn't go through. Blowing off like fireworks. And they were, like, having a party. Oh, okay. But then also had machetes and were masked and had AK-47, so it was really scary for an American in Central America. So anyway, I finally got through, got to the hotel, went to sleep, woke up, enjoyed Nicaragua for, like, four hours. Then our hotel called us and said we need to come back and we have to evacuate because an American was killed and shit was going down. (laughs) And we weren't able to fly out of our airport anymore, so we had to... Rebook our flight to Costa Rica, cross the border in Costa Rica, which was definitely an adventure as well. And how far was the ride from Nicaragua to Costa Rica? The border was an hour and a half. So then, like, we went through the border, they stamped our passports, like, three other people looked at our passports, and then we drove off. So then we get, like, about f- almost like 45 minutes into Costa Rica, and there's another uh, passport stop. They checked our passports, and they're like, You don't have a passport stamp for Costa Rica. And I was like, yes, we do. Someone stamped our passport. And they were like, no, it's for Nicaragua. And I was like, what? They're like, you got to go back. So we had to drive back again, 45 minutes, to get the stamp and then drive oh, back. It was crazy. No. But anyway, Sunday was great. I spent the day at the beach, Nicaragua, and it was, it was, it was good. It was, I'm tired. Would you go back? Um, to Costa Rica or Nicaragua? I would go back to both places. Nicaragua needs to calm the fuck down, but... After they do that, I will be back. Nice. But for sure, Costa Rica it was fun. And my trip was fun. It was cool. It was kind of a lesson. Like, don't go on a trip with someone that you are not really that into. Right. So did you feel obligated to, like, you know, women, we have this bad habit of feeling obligated because 
you know, the social the society we live in. I know we feel like we have to give it up just because <laughs> they gave us like a nice gift. <laughs> yeah, because I bought a plane ticket. Um, well, that's part of the reason I went because I told you like I wanted to like challenge myself because yeah, in the past I felt like oh well, be like if you, you know I'm sure so many people listening can relate. Like you start to have sex or you start to do something with someone and you're afraid like you're you're not into it. You realize you're not into it, but you're afraid to like tell them, so you just let it happen. Because yeah. blue balls is a real disease. Yeah. It's not even that. It's like you don't want to make them feel bad. Or disappointed. Or you just don't want to deal with the awkwardness of like saying, hey. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. And fuck that. You have every right to do that. And I know that, but I still don't put it into practice because mm-hmm. I'd rather just avoid it. Right. You know? Same here. You I'm know? Same way. Yeah. It's like, damn, at this grown age, you would think we'd like be grown enough to be like, no. I know. We're so independent. Not. But it's, yeah. that's, it's a fucked up thing, like, that, that women feel, obli- you know, like, obligated. It's crazy. Right. So I was like, you know, if I feel like it, then maybe I will. But I didn't feel like it. I just didn't get the, I just wasn't feeling it like that. Like, I think he, the guy that I went with is a really, really nice guy. He's a friend. Like, we're genuinely friends. But I just, it's not there for, it's not there. It's a no. It's a no. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about that. Like, sometimes you think, oh my God, what a nice person. You're kind of attractive. Maybe I should like you. And then mm-hmm. you're like, no, it's not happening, not happening. I, I was doing all those things in my head. I was like, there's this and there's that. Open the door for me. I was like, oh, well, I don't his, know. His socks match. He's what? got his shit together. <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, it was a great trip overall-ish. But I'm really happy to be home. I'm exhausted. How was your weekend, Amina? What'd you do? Well, uh, for Memorial, I was in Vegas. Oh, I saw that. Was that fun or was it crazy? It was was crazy but fun because we kind of, like, balanced it out. Like, I didn't do more than, I think, the first day we did, like, two parties. But the second day we only did a day thing. And the night we relaxed, which was great because I drove. And the next morning I had to drive back to the kids. So, um... You went for one night? Yeah, I went for actually two Two nights. Two nights and one day. So the second day was just a day party all day. And I drank too much. <laughs> but I made sure that I, you know, I was, I got my rest before the drive back. So yeah, it was good. I needed it. I feel like Vegas day parties are way better than their night parties. Like yeah. I go to Vegas for the day yeah. parties. I had more the fun the day party than the night one. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Like it's just more fun. You're in the water, even though that water nasty. Yeah. But after a few drinks, you don't care. You care. Like, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Green, but yeah, whatever. At least I'm cooled down now. Right, <laughs> but I can't do the nonstop anymore. Like, if I do a day party, I'm you're not making the night. Nah, no, right. Oh, not not happening. <laughs> not at this. Maybe age. dinner. Mm-mm, right. Exactly. Dinner and night night. We did. we did dinner and that was it. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like a difference going to like, Vegas as an adult. You're like, I can't hang. I ain't doing yes. it. Can't do that. I'm here for the oysters and the steak and shit. Mm-hmm. The spa. <laughs> and the spa. Yeah. yeah. Last time right. I went to Vegas, well, I went to the spa. spa. I was oh like, God, oh, this is how grown that. people do this. You're right. This is mm-hmm. nice. Right. Um, but as far as uh, current events go in the world. Oh. Um, Kate Spade mm-hmm. died today, guys. Rest so in peace. Sad. Kate Spade committed suicide in her apartment in New York City. Somehow her husband was there during the t- during that time. Her maid found her um, in her bedroom at 10.30 a.m. And she hung herself with a scarf. And apparently there was a suicide note to her daughter. And I guess the police were alluding to the fact that she was having marital problems. Um, but yeah, that was really sad. Unexpected. Yeah, she's young. She's pretty young. And not to mention she's Kate Spade. I remember like wanting Kate Spade back so bad when I was really young. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to a bougie school and all the rich white girls had little Kate Spade right. bags. I was like, Mom, I want a Kate Spade bag. She was like, what? what? Who taught you that? Who? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, her, and to think like me at like 12 wanting a Kate Spade bag, her designs were very like mature. <laughs> yeah, they're like, still they mature. Were, like, I have them right now. They're like, for like, like they're for like old white Jewish women. Right. Yes. I was, I was <laughs> never yeah. into them. Yeah, yeah, they're not like, not my style at all. It was but just, everybody else had one. Yeah, so. Well, that's sad though, especially for her daughter. How old was the, or is the daughter? I think she's 12. Damn. Oh yeah. my God, no, that's bad. Yeah, but that's the only thing I think of. Like, when people like who have kids, mm-hmm. say, like, I, I cannot really, I mean, obviously I have no idea, but like, when you have a kid, it's like, come on, get that shit together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you leave your child on this earth before you have to go. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, right. it's just, I mean, 
she has she had to be in unimaginable pain, but that's just I don't know. Something I don't. We can't, like, I can't understand, understand it. it. Yeah. I can't understand. I That's why mental health is something that people don't want to talk about. Because like like us, we don't get it. I don't get it. I won't ever do that. There's no way. Right. I'm leaving my child against my will. Right. Or what? Not against. Or not against my <laughs> yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. So. At will. Right? At, yeah. So that was really sad. Rest in peace, Kate Rest Spade. Peace. Um, speaking of mental illness, Kanye's album dropped this week. <clears throat> he had a listening party in Wyoming, right? He did. And Have- er- Erica actually has a theory on why the listening party was in Wyoming. Not only was he recording his album there, but what else? I feel like that's where he goes to rehab and gets like his mental health in order. Like, what else is in Wyoming? Right, like, like okay. okay. Yeah, I need to record in Wyoming. Like, why? I mean, it's beautiful. It's, don't get me wrong. It's so beautiful there. And I'm, that's part of it, probably. He probably rents, like, the most epic house with the most epic view of mountains. And, and like, has, like, an And, like, his staff, beats yeah. probably, like, penetrate mm-hmm. the, like, mountains and echoes and shit. He probably takes some pellet mushrooms and just strips out. I don't know. All I know is that everybody that was, like, talking about how Kanye West was, you know, you know, in the sunken place and all this shit, they went to the party. Like they, I'm like, how are you gonna talk Who? shit? Who specifically? Yeah. That like, made me mad. Well, Ti. Oh, he, oh, he was there. Yeah, but also he, that was publicity too because then Ti came out with the song. Remember, did you see? Did you hear the Kanye West song with him and Ti going back and forth about like you know white America and mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, not Black Lives Matter, but just like the plight of the black man and why Kanye was like trying to lead us to love and Ti was like, nigga, you crazy? Uh, there's a song like that. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a publicity stunt, and. Even Chance the Rapper came out and was like, I can't, I don't, I can't really get behind this. I love you, but I can't. But really he, but he went? He went. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got, you got to like. Uh, I mean, I get it. They're still friends at the end of the day. You can have a disagreement with someone and still support them. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's okay. <laughs> I just, I just can't with Kanye. Yeah. What do you think about Kanye, Amina? I mean, he's just a weirdo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Artists, typical artists. I know so many artists that are like bipolar that. and like you know all these things. So it doesn't really surprise me. Um, but that upset me too that all these people that were making this such a big deal, like you know what he said, and then they they go out there so support it. Yeah. Kanye needs a black woman in his life. Clearly, he hasn't. He just needs yeah. someone to hold him and hug him and be like, like, boy, chill out, chill, yeah. stop talking. <laughs> I just I don't know man I don't know I just feel like all of it was done as a publicity stunt not really for the greater good of anything but to benefit his personal gain fame and his narcissism and his bank account you know and that's what that family's all about they don't give a fuck about anything except fame and money as long as they know what's up between them they don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks but that's unfair because people look up to them I think like as a black person in America you have to you, like not that you have to represent every black person if you're a celebrity, but like there's like there's an agenda for us, like for our people. I feel like there's somewhat responsibility, and like for the Kardashians, it's easy to like maybe not acknowledge certain things. But as like a black man who obviously is aware, you do have some type of like some type of responsibility to like at least care enough to contribute in a positive way. You know what I mean? Like, well, not- he thinks he is. Oh. He thinks he's contributing in a positive way. He's showing us that you have to be open and love everyone and everything. But what I think Kanye does, I feel like he's living his life as a white privileged man. <laughs> he's transracial. He, like, he has like up. white privilege. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's because he's he's forgotten he lives, where he came from. He, that and he lives in this other world that's like outside of normal. Yeah, he does. You know, so it's like. But didn't but, he put up a post to like, um, you know, just almost being surprised that the album's doing so well. Like, did he say, like, oh, thank you, I'm in tears? Or something I heard that he was just, like, so thankful that his album is actually doing good. Like, meaning, like, he didn't expect that. Oh, shut up. I, I, everyone was going to listen to that yeah. shit. After everything you did, you know, know people were going to go and listen. Everyone was, but no one's he made it seem like, oh, my God, oh. I can't believe it. Oh god! That's like that Beyonce video where she. Have you seen that Beyonce video where she's crying? I mean, it's really endearing. But Which she's one? Like, she's like, she's like, it's like a YouTube video. She's like, I'm just so grateful. I just wake up every morning. Oh yeah. I look at all the things that the Lord has given me, and it's true. She was having a moment, but I couldn't help but laugh. Yeah. I'm like, oh, people yeah. look funny when they cry. <laughs> no, she's 
her voice and just everything she was saying. But oh, speaking of them, did you see that Kim went to visit Donald Trump? No, why? I saw that. You didn't see that? She went to visit him in the White House. It was like a whole thing, like a photo op, like oh, a photo of her I, next I to him. I thought the photo was fake. No. No. When I was scrolling through Instagram, this is how socially, like, this is why my technological advancements suck. I thought it was like a Photoshop, like, no, fake photo. She went. But why? What do they have to discuss? Can I you imagine no the conversation idea. between these two? They're like, it's probably, the, right? I wish I could have been a fly on the wall to hear fucking Donald Trump and Kim have a conversation. Well, she went because she basically wanted to talk about prison reform because she uh, mm. has been funding this woman. Her name's Alice Marie Johnson. Um, she's serving a life she's serving a life sentence in prison for a nonviolent drug related offense. Mm-hmm. And it's bas- it's ridiculous. It's it's totally ridiculous. And Kim has been like funding her books and funding her case. And so she went to Donald Trump to talk about like prison reform and how people shouldn't be serving life sentences for drug-related offenses and first-time offenders. You know it sounds funny. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You were looking at me smiling so hard. Look, I... Can you imagine Kim going to have a serious conversation <laughs> about fucking... Like, seriously. I mean... The system? Can you imagine her delivering, like, a... She does a lot of public speaking, so maybe she's, you know, she got it together It this. sounds hilarious. They her have it recorded. I wish somebody did, but her having any political stance in reality is just a who. It's a little bit of a giggle. Like she hardly. I mean, I'm not saying she's stupid, but I wouldn't say the bitch is a political genius. Like I don't know. Basically, she was trying to get Donald Trump to pardon her, and this is. I'm just reading this. It says. Bloomberg News reports that Kardashian's plea for Johnson's pardon went like a termite that eats corn instead of wood. In one ear and out the other. It got a lot of backlash. I mean, people were clowning it. I mean, I have to say, okay, you know what? If you can use your platform to help someone, like that woman will be eternally grateful for that, for that opportunity because she has a platform to help her. I think that's my problem. I think this bitch and her family have a bunch of billions of dollars and a lot of mostly like social pool and up until now, first of all, there's a lot of people in that situation in the prison system. Like, a lot of black people, a lot of brown people. This is just the reality that we live in. Going to jail for an extensive amount of time for like minimal proof and like little nonviolent crimes and bitch if you just caught on and you're fighting I mean like not that it's one you know like one is better than two, you know 199 is better than 200 yes I agree but like if you really cared genuinely and passionately about this topic like this is not something that would have been new or would have been maybe specifically for this one person it would have been like something you took a stand for you know like publicly a lot and this is just kind of random it is kind of random when your man fucked up and said some stupid shit about black people, like you think? Oh, you think? It, oh, you think it's like a decoy? Like yeah, like, like yeah, like okay. Well, I'm going to the White House now because I got some shit to talk about. Like, <laughs> oh, you do now? Like, let's forget about all that other the beef, right? Because right. Right. in 2018, I care. Like, oh my god, sure. Well, also, I think you know the Kardashians just are known to just be. I feel like they they take down the black man. <laughs> they have taken down every black <laughs> man. Says, they do. Like They like need to it. do a social study on it. Like, there needs to be a documentary right? on it. How to de- demasculate the black man. No, like how the Kardashians like systematically <laughs> broke down. One each, by one. One by one. Like, oh, like, oh, like, what's his name? What's his name? Omar? What's Lamar. Name? Lamar. 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 Oh, Lamar. Lamar. <laughs> they got Lamar. Chris, the other, what, what, the, what was her husband's name? The one Chris, before him, Chris, him. whatever. Chris, the only one that got away was Ray J. Ray, the, Ray didn't Ray. count because she wasn't famous yet. No, he still counts. If anything, like, Ray J got away. He's he, doing okay. He, he started. He was. He started the whole the whole downfall. Like, by, by the standards of how, how these other black men have ended up, Ray J won. Yeah. What about Tristan? Isn't his game like his b-ball game not so hot right now? Either? I don't know, but it's ba- know, it's bound that. to fail. It's bound right. to fail. He's not gonna win. They're not gonna win the the playoffs just because just based off <laughs> just based <laughs> off Chloe. <laughs> um, did you guys hear about uh, the Kanye Pusha shit? Boring. You mean Drake, right? <laughs> well, no, it's like a Kanye Pusha versus oh, Drake. Oh, it is. Because Kanye, I guess, produced the album. The, the track that was the diss track for mm-hmm. Pusha. I'm not really much into the hip-hop beef world. What side are you on? <laughs> well, duh, Drake. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? Drake can do no wrong in my eyes. I just don't really care. I, don't I care mean, either. sometimes it's fun, like a little rap beef is cute. But I'm like, I listened to both of them, and I was like, all right, Drake got a baby mama. Surprise, surprise. So, and Pusha is the one that exposed it. With yeah. The yeah. Okay. Wait, which I thought, yeah. I thought that was put like, her, put her name out there. I thought it was okay. girly. I thought that was feminine. She's a porn star from it's like gossip. London or Paris yeah, or somewhere. She's not that cute. She's, she's Snickers and a Snicker, though. Yeah. Okay. Stop talking about it. People care about stupid shit. <laughs> Everyone thought they were going to be Drake's first baby mama. Sorry. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Drake. God damn. Anyway. Um, anyway, we brought Amina on because we are all mamas. Yes. Indeed. And single moms. Single moms. But Amina, like, you have two beautiful daughters and you're out in L.A. on your own. Like, mm-hmm. no family. How do you do it? Like, no family. I always People always ask me how I do it. And it's really no answer. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. You, you just don't do have it. a plan. Yeah, exactly. When you have to, you just do. And it's like that with most things in life. Like when you have to do something, you just do. But it was my choice to move away because if I would have stayed in New York, I would have had more help. I know that. But I just still think it was the best decision to go all the way to California by myself because for me, it was, you know, it just made me, it just healed me. And that's what I needed to be a good mom. So. Yeah, it's hard, and I go crazy sometimes. That's why I wrote a whole album about it. <laughs> oh, tell us about your album. Yeah, it's, I didn't write all the songs about my kids, but it's just inspired by them. Like What's most it called? of the songs, the album was called Mother. Mm-hmm. And the two first singles that I put out, "Love My Life" was the first one. Talks just exactly about the struggles of what I go through every day, just being by myself with them, and not having you know full time nanny or you know, help in general, no family here, so I can't just like, you know, drop off my daughters with my mom, (laughs) (laughs) ever. So, um, yeah, whenever I want to do things for me, I have to like really arrange it, it takes, you know, planning, I have to really like schedule my time for, to be able to still do my music and stuff, but I recorded this album entirely at home, alone by myself i didn't even go to the studio wow once. like yeah. you recorded it like not even the like engineer on my just laptop wow. <laughs> wow. but i made sure that i have you know the proper equipment and mm-hmm. everything to make it really sound really good so um i made sure that i invested in that and then i just worked whenever they would sleep whenever i had the energy because a lot of days i planned to record and then i didn't get to it because i fell asleep with them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. things like that so it took me really a year to finish this album but I did it, and it's out. Yay! <laughs> Hard work, sweat, and tears. Yes. Oh my God, it's it's great. I love it. It makes me feel powerful and strong and independent, and all these good things. But at the same time, like I said, I really go through it. Some days I'm like, damn, I just need a break. <laughs> what do you like? Yeah. What do you? What is your like? What do you do when you feel that way? But is you know, just... the good thing, the thing is that I know what gives me, um, what fuels me. So. I make sure that I do my exercising, which is on a regular, like at least every other day I work out. I see I go, you on the ground. And I spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, and girl, because them abs, girl. I be seeing on your Instagram. I, I just, be like, yeah, yeah, it's really even not even oh, physical. It's more like mental. Mental. It makes me, yeah. yeah, it just it makes, makes happy. me happier and just feel good and feel energized and feel ready to like be there for my kids and do fun stuff with them when I work out. So I make sure I put time aside for that and even if I you know I bring them to the gym with me almost every time I go and then I also do my workouts with them outdoors like in our little yeah hiking and we go for walks and when I take them to the park I do my sit-ups there or whatever my yoga stuff so I always kind of some way somehow make it happen to where I get my you know (laughs) do my thing as well and then I also you know need like a, a, a night like at least one night a week where I, I go out so I get a sitter and mm-hmm. I go out and whatever if I just go for some wine or something it's necessary like I need to do that mm-hmm. so I normally say it's like some weeks it's more than one night but I do need like a night a week where it's like you have to. Yeah, girl. You have to. I think right. both of those things are so important. I mean, I think working out, yeah. I kind of was late to that. I didn't start working out until much later until yeah. when I had, I mean, I've always worked out, but then, of course, like, I got lazy. Right. And then once I, probably, like, a year into having Irie, like, I was really, like, still struggling with, like, postpartum and just mm-hmm. feeling really sad. And I started working out, and slowly I started, like, 
yeah. climbing out of that hole yeah. and it really helps seriously like right. if not just it's not right. just for your vanity right. it's for your like your mental health for sure mm-hmm. yes. and then yeah going out girl oh yeah one night a week <laughs> yes it's necessary just let loose and yeah I just can't do too much of it no more because I know at 7 a.m. gotta be up no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I even when I do go out, like I don't stay out all night. Like you gotta I, take the kids at one o'clock, I'm like, I gotta go. Do you ever think, like, do you ever think you'd move back to New York or you'd move back to? Because you're originally from Germany. Yes, I don't think that I'm gonna move back to Germany. I don't know. Maybe when I'm older, yeah. <laughs> not like anytime soon. I just can't imagine living there. Like it's almost been half my life now. That how how old were you when, you when you moved from Germany? Nineteen. Okay. So yeah. Now it's been 16 years that I've been in America. Oh, wow. So, yeah, 19 years home, growing up. I mean, it's a big part. But, yeah, I don't can't imagine living there. I would move back to New York, but not now. I don't, I don't have the desire to be there, even though I love the city. Always going to love it. But I'm happy here right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you have, I mean, I love, I lived in New York, too, not as long as you. But I love New York, but something about space yeah there's I none agree. of it there I know. And, and you have two now kids. with the babies you have two kids i'm definitely happier here for now but i do sometimes miss it but i miss more the things that i used to do as a not a mom like being you know without kids right right, right. So that's what new york's for things, i feel like yeah. new york's for like it's, it's, hard, yeah. it's been like 15 years there so i'm like i did i feel you like did i that. did so much there already yeah so yeah okay. um well, how like as far as like raising them on your own, yeah. like, did when you imagined having kids, how did you imagine having them? Like, where, did you grow up with your both of your parents married? Um, well, no, they um, my parents were never married, but we were a family, and then they separated when I was eight, which was it was really bad and um, horrible. But at the same time, and we, you know, me and my sisters, we it was good to just see our mom's strength and we trusted in her and we knew that we didn't really understand at the time what was happening but we just knew that it's better if we just with mom and you know dad is not here for a while and then he was even out of our lives for like a few years and then came back and it you know now which is great they're friends they're very close and every you know holidays and Christmas we all together as a family even though they never got back together but everyone gets along now and like it just I mean, for me, I didn't imagine being by myself with two girls. <laughs> did you imagine having kids? Did you always want kids? Yeah, I always wanted kids, and it's crazy because I always wanted two girls. Oh, really? I always used to, like, sometimes jokingly lie to guys like that I <laughs> met. Like, oh, I have two daughters. You did? Yeah. Respect yeah, that she crazy. spoke it up until And just to see their reaction. but <laughs> And now I actually do have them. It's crazy, and I love it. But, yeah, I didn't imagine being by myself. I don't, wasn't. You know, ideally what I want it, but now that it is that way, I'm making the best of it. And yeah. How's your relationship with their dad? Good. It's better now that we're not together. Mm-hmm. And we get along better. We barely fight ever. Um, but we also don't really talk as much. And we definitely don't talk about, like, personal things right. anymore. You know, what he do- does, like, I don't care, and he seems to not care anymore with me. So it's really about the kids and, like, but... It's this appreciation that we have for each other. Like he, like he better appreciate you. He has to. He knows that you are holding it down. But he thinks so highly of me, and he still thinks like I'm so just amazing and too good for him, and all these things. Well, that's true. amazing. Lisa knows what's up. Right? Lisa knows what's up. Lisa ain't in He is very like yeah appreciative. Of well, yeah, you're raising his two girls. Happy that I'm the mom of his two daughters and. That I'm doing so well with them. Right. Yeah. Although I do sometimes think he needs, he should be doing more. But it's, uh, you know, I'm, I, um, I'm, I'm like, I don't like asking people for anything. But he's the dad of my kids, so I should be able to ask him for stuff. But then I'm like, always like, oh, I got this. Like no matter what, I always like, don't want to depend on nobody. And I always been that way. So even though he is their dad. I always feel that, like, I don't need you for nothing. Is that because your mom was like that, you think? I think so. And she was really Maybe. independent I, for her? Like, f- being that way it just makes me feel like I don't need nobody in my life for nothing. Like, no I, man. I, 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 talk, I feel it. I feel like, I don't know if that's like a, a mom's, so a mom's like, point of view, but, like, 
when you acknowledge that, you know, then you can kind of let go and release. Like, because you, you, you don't want to have expect. There's obviously men should have certain responsibilities, fathers, yeah. absolutely. But when you have expectations and they don't aren't met, that yeah. disappointment sometimes yeah. is like. Exactly. It's so disappointing that it, it it makes you release all of that. Like I'm not asking you for shit, even like because these are things that you should be doing automatically. Yeah. And if you don't, exactly. I ain't, I'm not right. wasting my time getting That's up in that ass because it's common right. sense. Well, I always need to be on your levels, guys. <laughs> I be I be getting disappointed. I be like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Are you serious? I mean, there's never a time when you're not disappointed. When someone does something that's not expected or uh, dead ass wrong, especially for the mom, because we do fucking everything, every right. fucking thing. Let's be clear. Yeah, I <laughs> and do. it's like the fact that even like at least he knows like you're doing everything and I'm going to give you all the praise. Like at least that's enough. Like, all right, at least, you know, but like, some, yeah. you know, like there's people who don't just, do shit and still right, talk shit. I just know that he's somebody he like when I need something, it's like almost he never Come. Used to come through and it's still that way, so I don't want to get disappointed anymore. So I don't ask anymore. I don't, yeah. you know, even do that. I just ask him because I got to go to Dallas in like two weeks for like three days, and I ask him, "Can you come?" Just because I don't have anyone for three days for the kids, and he he can't give me an answer. So I'm already in my mind. It's preparing, not right? Preparing. Let me figure it out. So I got to figure it out by myself, and whatever. I can't get get mad because it's just gonna affect me and my mood and. And then, right, yeah. your whole day's effed up because yeah. you ask someone that you know they should be able to say yes, but they right. can't. But it's like, why am I even involving myself exactly. in your your BS? Because I know you. I know you. Yeah, I, I had that, I had that today. Like, <clears throat> I think I don't know if it's like a black woman thing, like because we're, in, we're independent. But like, I was reading some text messages my baby daddy sent me, and Erica knows like this is a regular like disrespectful thirty five text message every weekend oh, type of thing. Yeah, like what? you're a bad mom, you're this, you're what? a hoe, you're a slut. Yeah, like it's just like. You need to grow up. But I'm like, oh my God. Like, I want, sometimes I want to like talk to my friends about it. But I'm like, I know they're probably sick of hearing this shit because this is literally my life every weekend, every week, once oh, a week, man. once a month. But I'm like, oh my God. Like, I made this decision. I made my bed and now I have to lay in it forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, and I, I, I take responsibility for it, you know? Right. But then I'm like, damn, like, it still sucks. It's, I still hurt. Like, I'm still hurting. I'm still tense as fuck. I can feel my body because I'm not, like, releasing shit. Oh my God. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, the struggle is real. Is. I mean, I think, I mean, I think I've told you this in the past. It's like, all you can do is change your reaction to what he says because he's not going to change. And right. all you can do is change your reaction to how to whatever he. But that says. goes back to what Amina said, like right. not being disappointed, not being mad. <sighs> I know. Like, all right, I guess cause... I need to take my own fucking advice, <laughs> which is usually how it goes. Which yeah. brings us to our next um, question, or for you, Amina, because yeah. I think as single moms, we all can relate to this. Because I know this is a big thing for me. When is the right time to to know, like, okay? I've tried all I can try, and I'm, I'm walking away, and actually walking away, right. and actually being like, oh my god, this yeah. is not healthy for me, because obviously as women, we're so brainwashed to be like, oh, you're going to have a husband, you're going to have kids, you're going to oh, have a yeah. picket fucking fence, mm-hmm. and have a marriage, and be perfect, and anything that doesn't resemble that, you're like, oh my god, I'm disappointed. Right. Or this time, it'll be different. This time, it's, I mean, shit, exactly. that's the story of my relationship. Right. This time, is going to be different. He learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. He told me. He promised me. We got a baby now. He cried. Mm-hmm. He begged. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I kicked him out. Now, he learned, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I went and cheated. He knows, you know, like, yeah. you think all these things. And, right? I mean, I think for everyone is different because everyone has the point and And when the point comes, you just know. Yeah. Like, you just know. And for me, it, it was when, I think, like, because I had many times where I'm like, okay, this is enough. Now, I'm not going to do this no right, more, you know, right. and then I ended up staying. But the one moment that stood out was when I had one of my breakdowns where I was crying like on the floor and I had my youngest she was born already I was I think I was pregnant with Bronx yeah and I just like looked up and then Corey my daughter was like right in front of me with this face like because I was crying so hard and she was just looking at me with this just like she didn't understand and that was like when I looked at her and saw that Mm. I was like she can't. I can't ever have her experience me this way again. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made the, the final decision to like move out. And that night, I told Peter, "Oh, I'm moving out. 
and I was actually serious this time. That was, the, and he of course did not take me serious because I had said it before. But this time, this was the day I was serious, and then I started looking for apartments, and that was it, pretty much. And I'm the one, like, because they say sometimes, like, the emotional connection and physical connections are two different things. For me, definitely they were, because I was emotionally detaching way before. The physical. For women, I think we I do. Was, we detach, yeah. we detach, we detach, we detach, we detach, but we're right. still like hopeful. And then there's that one right. strong. Even when I, after I had moved to Cali, like emotionally, I was like, even though I was in pain, but I was like detached. But physically, still, you know, whenever I would see him, you right, sleep together, be, yeah. right. It's so for funny because it's like the opposite for me. Like yeah. I detach physically first. First, I like my because it's, yeah, it's almost like subconscious. Different. My subconscious literally won't let me want like won't physically like yeah. I literally am like the desert down there it's <laughs> <laughs> like ain't gonna happen ain't happening oh and I'm sometimes I'll be like no I'm good we love each other right. no I swear I'm wow. happy I swear like we had we had a great day today why don't I want to fuck you yeah I still don't want to have sex because I'm detached I'm not happy you know and if you asked my baby daddy he would I mean his biggest complaint in our relationship was our sex life because we didn't I didn't want to have it and wow. for the longest time, I didn't know. I, well, I knew there were certain things, reasons why, but the main thing that I wasn't acknowledging was that I, like, I just, I was sort of stepping away and mentally, but I didn't really realize it. And my body was trying to tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas some people, like, they're mentally detaching yeah, like I mean, you, and then yeah. physically you see them and you still want them. Oh, yeah. Definitely for a while. <laughs> it took, like, oh, like, more than a year. Really, yeah. I think that's the number one thing for women too. Like the biggest advice I would give. I mean, obviously everybody has their own time frame, but like, I knew a long time ago. Like I knew, I knew when shit was over. You know what I mean? And it's like you keep you keep going through the motions. You keep going through the motions. You keep going through the motions. And it's like, bitch, you just wasted five more years going through the motions. (laughs) And it's like you knew. And like this this exact things I deal with, like the disrespect and the psychoness, like. Like text messages, 45 text messages in five minutes and shit. Like, these are things that pre existed. So it's like everything, like, if I'm completely honest with myself, because I like to be, like, take responsibility for self and my own predicaments. Like, I yeah. knew, I knew it was, like, Same here. I knew you're not, like, I can't see myself being with someone who treats me like this. I was just, like, in this, like, battered woman place where, like, I thought, like, Jesus was going to come down and, like, anoint him. He was going to be a man yeah. suddenly, you know, and I was going to have this happy family. And that doesn't happen. Right. I know. That's. I think for me, uh, obviously, like my defining moment was, you know, I mean, he he had cheated on me multiple times, but I think the, the last time was pretty tragic. No. <laughs> um, you know, I, I felt like so I felt like the last time was like not only had I supported him through so many like life altering situations like almost going to jail for so long like mm-hmm. almost go about to go to jail for a crime you didn't commit mm-hmm. and you about to be locked away for like 10 years in a foreign country and before that like you almost got shot at and killed in New York at, at, mm-hmm. a, at a show and then like before that like you were in another fucked up situation that should have been like a wake up call for you you know what I mean and I was trying to show him that I was like this ride or die you know it, yeah. even through the cheating and all of that and you know he was always so apologetic and you know he, he's a really great apologizer he's that is not something he's bad at you know some men don't even like don't apologize oh, really how would that look like i'm curious because mine doesn't my apologize wasn't a good one his apology would be like just like some like reaction to he would never say i'm, I'm sorry. sorry i'm Natural. wrong right oh no oh no my 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 BD, he is the oh, king yeah. of apologies. Oh yeah, like I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I'm a sex addict. <laughs> like I don't know, my dick I'm fell in her. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. I just woke up and my dick was in her. Like <laughs> no, not like that. But <laughs> not exactly those words, but essentially that's what I heard. Um, I just I felt like wow I've done everything that I can possibly do in this situation it is not me because for a while I was like well maybe I've just letting myself I've let myself uh, go with pregnancy like I'm I, I, I've gained this weight I haven't really been trying to like 
work out and get it off. I don't look like myself. I'm not fun anymore. I don't I don't want to mm-hmm. go out. I just want to chill at home with my baby because I'm tired. Like there's all these other hot bitches on Instagram he's looking at and twerking Fucking videos Instagram. he's liking. Oh, yeah. And I just kept comparing myself and being like, damn, I'm not fun. I get it. I get mm-hmm. why. Maybe I need I need to work on this so that I'm a better partner for him. But then even after I did all those things and I like... Because you're not fun because you're not happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Like, oh, you're a bitch all the time because you're unhappy and you're living with someone that doesn't make you happy. And it doesn't feed your soul. And he yeah. wasn't feeding me and I wasn't learning anything anymore. And it just... We weren't teaching each other anymore. It's, it's, it doesn't all go one way. I take responsibility for the things that I did too. But essentially, we like like we had our, our, our episode about monogamy and if it's natural or not. We agreed to be in a monogamous relationship. And... He wasn't following the de- the deal, <laughs> you know. Like this to. is not what we agreed to. And then the disrespect of like the girls coming out, and then just like yeah, then the text messages that she w- that he was sending her, and then she was sending them to me, and me seeing the things that he was saying to her to get the pussy. I was just like, wow, wow. Like you have no respect for me. I I always thought like okay, even though he cheated on me, I know there's a re- some sort of respect, respect there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, there is no respect. There's literally no respect. If you can tell this girl this and that and this, then mm-hmm. I get Who that. The fuck are I you? get that some. I know that I know that men say things to get what they want sexually, and I know that's probably what that was. But just the fact that you could lie on me, on 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 our family, like I couldn't. I it was yeah. it drew the line for me. I was like, I can't do this anymore, and. I was about to marry. I was planning my wedding, you know? For, so I have... It was, like, too much on the... St- my family was about to pay for this expensive-ass wedding. Like, you're mm. literally going to let my family pay for this wedding? And you're and doing, you're doing this? Wow. It Do, was... And just... It was just so much. I, 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 but I knew that that was that defining moment because even since that moment, I've never went back. Like, you know, we work on our relationship. We try to be cool, but sexually definitely not and emotionally i can't i i, I just can't your pride take won't my allow it. my pride won't allow it and then also now hanging out with him he's still he's still the same and i've yeah. progressed yeah i feel like i've flipped it's the pages like, like 10 yeah. pages and he's still on chapter one that's you a know? huge lesson though because <clears throat> you you'd like to you'd like to think that you're like you're staying in your own lane and you have to focus on yourself because sometimes in relationships we we become obsessed with the other person they're not doing what they're supposed to do and they're not doing that and there were times I'm like Jamila focus the fuck on yourself but then when you realize like as soon as I really left my baby's daddy alone I'm like oh my god I'm thriving oh my god I'm getting blessings like I'm living because I'm happy and I'm attracting good shit but like you have to be able to like to break away from those toxic people in order to get to that place and you have to be willing to like completely sever all relations yeah. you know and that shit is that's hard that's the struggle that's yeah. the sh- yeah it's scary it's so scary you don't know the unknown like i knew what my future looked like i was going to be married we were going to have another kid i was going to be you know you know i was going to have try to work on my career but really i love focusing on his own cuz i don't like to deal with my own shit so i was going to be like the trophy wife the trophy wife and whatever but how, how do you guys think cuz both of you kind of have like public situations because you know yeah. like I mean you did the show oh, yeah. and I know that probably got like so much backlash and you know you, your baby daddy kind of like got a like you know a following and a, an audience do you think that that like knowing that other people knew your situations affected your like your ability to like walk away yeah for me I think initially a little bit because when me our relationship was really great for a long time we don't get it twisted we did have a genuine we i still love him we have a genuine love for each other we had a very genuine relationship people looked up to our relationship right. people were always saying like damn you and so oh, sing that song girl bronxy <laughs> people looked up to our relationship like even my friends would tell me like damn, you and Freddie like, have such a great relationship. And we really did at the time. Even when they said it, I'd be like, yeah, we do. Thank right, you. Right, right. And so, but then when it went bad and people didn't see that side of it, I was like, well, and I was holding on to like what it was or what people thought it was. So yeah, I felt, in a way. Obligated. Not, not like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not like, oh shit, how are we going to split this empire? <laughs> you know? But 
I did. I think I was holding on to like what I like, how our relationship looked to people, and I mean, even like social media. Like, if you have, there's like low key. You start to, people. You feel like people have expectations of of you. Period. Well, and also people think on social media they know you and your relationship. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure you know get that more yeah. than anyone, Amina. I but mean, I think that I, I mean, I didn't let that affect me. It's more like I'm the type of person when people say something to me, I like do the opposite. I don't listen to none of that. Right. I'm like, you know. Nothing. They can't make me do something because everyone's had been telling me for years right, right. that I needed to let go and, and leave. And I literally did it on my own terms. And I think that if we wouldn't have been on the show, it would have been the same. Exact yeah. Way. But you know what I will say, I mean it. Whatever. We're gonna take a quick break, guys. One moment, please. <laughs> that we're back um oh, I was gonna say to Amina is what I will say is despite like you having such a public relationship situation mm-hmm. um <clears throat> uh I respect that like no matter like what people were saying because people were gonna have their opinions especially bored people like on social media and you did what the fuck you wanted to do because I'm did. sure because I know you're getting so much shit and people judge and don't know you and like in Think they know, yeah. and, and but despite all that, you're like, I'm doing yeah, what I want to. By, you know, and by being honest, I got so much like just you know judging and like people just with the negative stuff, you know, coming at me just because I was honest. For instance, about the fact that I I was still physically involved with him after we separated, that made me just look so bad, but I didn't care. <laughs> it Did was you the know truth. how many people that were talking about you are doing that currently? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm thinking in my head, like you're probably doing that. <laughs> yeah, so we're human. Like you know, sometimes we want what we want. But I could have, you know, lied like so many other women do. Women, right? And said no, that's done. You know, that's over with. The end. People would have liked me more, but but yeah, you're not here to I be like. Struggling with it, so I was. I wanted to. Share and women that. just always want. I mean, I, unfortunately, women are the worst. We are the worst. We don't support each other. We want to tear each other down. We want to see each other lose, and we want to pick sides. Right. And I'm sure when your situation, you know, they wanted to pick sides. It was either you yeah. or the other, or his other, the mother of his child, and they wanted to like yep. have this divide between you two and make it a competition yeah. or who's smarter than the other one. Oh, she right. respects herself more than this person. Right. Well, why would you do this or do that? And it's like, I don't know, but now I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Shit happens. <laughs> Fuck. Exactly. This is not how I basically wrote out the blueprint, but now it's happening and this is my life. Fuck you and fuck you. It's right. not as simple as one, two, three. Not everything is black and white. There's a lot of gray areas, especially when you have children, especially when you know, you're confused and, mm-hmm. you know, Hurt. and people aren't being honest and people are lying and you want to believe what they're saying. And it's just, it's so much, you right. know? And yeah, just like Jamila said, like, I can only imagine, like, you know, at, do you yeah. just turn off your comments or did you just like <laughs> um, not I read them? Like, how do you do that? Looking at it and then, um, there, I mean, at the time where the comments were really bad, I wasn't able to turn them off because I didn't have my verification yet. <laughs> But then when I got that, sometimes I would turn it off, but I really kind of didn't even want to do that. I just stopped looking. Because like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, but I also am a really, really great blocker. So <laughs> whenever I had people just being negative, I would block them. So I blocked probably like, I don't know, thousands of people. <laughs> don't you have a book? I do. Yeah. I wrote a book. And that was um, after I moved out here. I wrote, it was almost my therapy, literally. Because at the time, when I first moved to Cali, that's when I had, I had already started writing the book, but it was not in the plans to actually make it a book, so I was just writing like journal style, and then when I moved here, I started seeing a therapist because of my sadness, and I felt like I just need to talk to somebody, and I don't want to talk to any of my friends, because they, they already told me right. so many times, and that they all they do is tell me what I should do, but they're not there to help me through it right, right. every day, every morning when right. I'm alone. So I wanted to talk to someone outside. So I went to see a therapist for like five months every week. It was crazy expensive, but it was it, it worked. It helped me. I think it was worth it because it helped me um, just look at things differently and just feel 
just feel better about where I was at in my life and um, that's also the same time where I wrote the book and the therapist actually encouraged me to you know keep writing and because I was literally too depressed to write music because that's normally what I would turn to my music and make songs and I was too depressed to even like when I looked at my piano I was like almost like uh, just sad because I couldn't I felt like nothing was coming so I wasn't inspired so I still needed to write and like let it out. So the book happened. <laughs> yeah. What's the book called? The Other Woman. Mm. So and people just... thought, oh, you're the other woman. Like, it wasn't, the title wasn't actually towards me. It was just a general title, The Other right. Woman, because just not even in only this relationship, but so many relationships, all the, all the real relationships I had were just like four in my life. I was dealing with another woman some way or somehow. Yeah, I didn't necessarily mean you were the other right. woman. I just mean there's another woman involved. Right, the other woman is always... Ladies ain't loyal is what it means. When I was with somebody, it was always either like ex or someone new they cheated with or... And then at times, you know, I've, I've been the other woman too to somebody that was in a relationship and so it just made sense to name it that but it wasn't like I was talking just about me. But yeah, the book, I'm happy I did it. I'm proud of it because it's just really a real... You know, a, a real kind of a real story of who I am, who I really am, and I think that people that watch the show they didn't get to see that right. the real me. <coughs> so, but when, when you read the book, you really understand. And I had a lot of feedback where women were like, "Oh, now it makes more sense, and I understand you more," and that was good to hear. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. I commend you for doing that because some women, I mean, some celebrity women out there, they actually was, I was just, I happened to be on the internet, <laughs> on the interweb today, <laughs> on Instagram, and I follow Amber Rose and she was posting about how, like, the shade room ruins lives and oh, yeah? how, you know, you have to be a really strong person in order to deal with all the scrutiny that you get. We didn't, like, she didn't ask for this life and, you know, the Instagram is like mm-hmm. a place of trolling and... Which, in her defense, like, in her, it totally is, but then sometimes I feel like some people instigate it, though. Whereas yeah, I don't feel like you ever, like, you don't ever, you've ever instigated no. it. You just were trying to live your life, continue right. living your and life. You just happened to be on a show during that period of time. Yeah. yeah, and literally before, like, when I decided to do the show, I didn't. That was one thing that I didn't really think about. You, you did it? Uh-uh, not at all. I only thought about the positive that can come from this. Right. I didn't think about any of the negativity. negativity you were thinking about the music. Because I never had people be so negative and not like me in my life before I was on TV. So then when it happened, it was really hard at first. It was overwhelming, but... You know, now I'm actually glad for the experience because it it just made me stronger. Yeah. Tougher, stronger. Have you ever had people, like, of course people get crazy in your comments, but have you ever had someone in real life come, like, come at you or, like, say something to you in the streets or, like, been, like, just... No, it's crazy because there was so much hate online. That's but so crazy. That's like that's what I'm saying. These every time gangsters. when people run into me that know me, it's always been love. Like there was maybe one or two times when I was with Peter, like at a mall or something, and then the girl would be disappointed that it was me and not Tower. <laughs> and oh my like, god. Oh, I don't want a picture with her. I just like, like you, Peter. Like, like that kind of stuff. Really? I'm like, like okay, you, you can't have a picture I would just, man. yeah. How about now? <laughs> That happened, but other than that, no, no real hate. And that just shows you, like, you can't, you really cannot, I mean, it's hard not to take everything personally, but you are going to take personally, but these people are just keyboard gangsters. Literally bored with their lives. They're never going to say anything to you in the streets. Right, they're not. They're best not. It's just crazy the world we live in, where it's just it people is. just are so quick to judge you yeah. based on a relationship they think you they know you by. I mean, I have I am so like don't have anywhere near the amount of like scrutiny that you've had, and I, oh but I've God. had people. I just get annoyed when people just are in my DMs like, "Hey, it's none of my business," but you know, <laughs> uh, just wondering yeah. what happened with you and. I'm not, like, oh, wow. <coughs> if you preface a conversation it's with not, it's none of your business, then it's none of your business. It's your goddamn business. Right. They just get so invested in your relationship, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Even with like what you said about like not discussing shit with your friends. Like yeah, first of all, man. it's one. First of all, I'll say it's. I don't want like it's one thing to talk about friend like uh, with my friends who have kids. 
who actually parents a right, because it's like right. you'll never understand how right. I feel about my baby's daddy. He's dumb, I know. Right. <laughs> he's a dickhead, I know, but he's my baby's daddy. So it's like right. I, I, I can't. I want to scratch him off and like throw him out the back window and keep going, but like I'm gonna have to keep going back to circle to pick his ass up because he's always gonna be there. So yeah. like to talk to someone that's non-biased. I think that's like that was right. that's important. Like that therapy is important because that disappointment, just because like our 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 expectations of like marriage and family are so like deep rooted in us to to cope with that as mothers, yeah. that that we we're letting go of that possibility or whatever is a big is a big thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Even sometimes I feel like this is gonna sound bad. <laughs> But sometimes, like, even my, like, it's one thing, like, moms, but sometimes, like, my friends that aren't black, I'm like, I don't think you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to sound racist. I don't want to, like, make it, like, uh, and keep in mind, all my friends are not, like, most of my friends are not black. <laughs> I got, like, three. <laughs> I'm like, you don't get it, because you're not black. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm going dis- to have to disagree with I that know, one. I know, I um, know. They get so offended. Because- but there's something. Like culturally, it's just different. It's just, that's my baby's daddy. <laughs> that's well, an excuse. Well, yeah, you don't want to fall into that trap. But I mean, I think, I, I think that yeah. I mean, everybody's everybody's baby daddy is a, a man, and do not a, and they do dumb shit. Period. You know what I mean? They cheat. Ain't no they lie. They don't show up. They're inconsistent. Yeah. You know all those things. Not every baby daddy. I mean, I'm sure there's so many that are great. Shout out to any of the good, good ones. ones listening. Yeah. We love you. Slide into the DMs if you're single. <laughs> <laughs> we like single daddies. Hey. <laughs> um, have you seen that guy that keeps sliding in our DMs and will not stop? Which one? There's some young kid. Yeah, the really? Really? I'm like, why are you not responding? I muted him. I'm, good. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to wait until Erica would take care of this. <laughs> oh, how's your dating situation? Have you been dating? How's that going? Well, I, I want to, but I um, I don't want to force it. So it's like... I haven't. I just haven't met anyone that I really like like enough to like continue. Yeah, right, yeah. So I want that to happen, but then at the same time, I don't want to be looking for it. So I'm just chilling. But yeah. I'm open to it. Have definitely. You tried huh? No, but I'm scared because I already know. I already encouraged her. Everyone be like, we'll be on the same room like. <laughs> right, right, right. Amina Butterfly on oh Tinder. God. Oh my God, I totally encouraged Amina to join Tinder. Oh I did. God. We already had this conversation <laughs> one night. With us. We're gonna encourage you to do all the wrong. Ah. I swear, Tinder, you need to pay me, like for real. Yeah. <laughs> like as much as I talk about you, as much as I. The number one fan. Yo, really? I, oh my God, I do want to try it. No, it's 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 different for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even me, like I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't like using it in LA. Like I like to uh-huh. use it out of town, okay. just in case anybody, like even like my like brother's friend sees me you know i'm gonna feel weird about it but i feel like dating has definitely helped push push it along push it along with the process of healing from my past relationship definitely i mean obviously i have to heal within myself and do what i my own personal work but it helps a little side yeah i'm a little side 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 about it definitely helps (laughs) yeah man i need I need some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about like now that you know I always wonder like who am I gonna end up with next? Okay, but Amina, so now you you told us you just told us that you know you've dated a lot you've you've dated a lot of men that had like other women or this and that. So you yeah. have to have you like thought and looked hard at yourself because this is something that I've had to do I know. too. Yeah, and I like why am attracted to the why I, why do I attract this certain type of person? It's just that to me like when it comes to men like the one of the if not the most important thing is like the chemistry and the the passion and like the attraction and I'm just attracted to the wrong guys. Unless and so you have to like you have to like reprogram what that attraction means to you. How it's do I hard. do that? Girl, it's hard. Like I told like I was telling you when I was on dating starting Tinder, like I tried to force myself to go on dates with guys that I normally would say no to. Right. And, like, I still struggle with it. Like, I've been dating someone consistently lately, and, you know, there's things about him that are so different than, like, the father Mm. of my child or, like, the people that I've dated in the past. And, like, what I equate masculinity to is, like, aggression. And that's not right. So, like, because he's not an aggressive person, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'd be like, oh, damn. Right. That's like, how, right. This, do I like this? I don't know. Right. But I'm like, that's why the I mean. fuck? Yes, I do like this. Like, stop thinking that this uh-huh, is okay. like 
This I is what got it. you in the in trouble in the first place. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like this man is a it has aggression and doesn't know how to communicate things. All he knows how to is, is to communicate things through aggression, and that that's why you have got that's why you're fucked up in the first place. Right. True. You know, so it's hard. It's hard to like reprogram yourself. I'm still struggling yeah, yeah. with it, and I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm used to like I like dark and mysterious men. I like the mystery. I like the troubled soul. I know. And it's like, bitch, grow up. I know. Like a nice guy for one. I know. The nice ones are just... Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. But I've. I'm. I've. I mean, my nice guy. He's freaky. You know what I mean. Well, that's and good. That's I, good. I always thought nice guys were incapable of that, which is totally mm. fucked up. And that's not true. That's not true. Some nice guys. Can I fuck. know. <laughs> I'll be the first to say. <laughs> nice guys got a mean dick. <laughs> Just joking. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's true. Like when you start, I literally gotta force myself to do that. Too. Yeah, and you can't you can't force chemistry. You can't force attraction. Like even if it's a nice guy, <clears throat> you can't force. <laughs> no, but I mean, you have to give it a chance. You have to give it a chance because you might not be initially. The, it might not be like this explosion of attraction. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't this explosion of attraction with the guy that I've been seeing. But it was like a steady, like as I got to know him more and more, the attraction mm-hmm. grew and grew, and almost that's almost like better. Yeah, you know, I've always dated men that like we have this intense passion, mm-hmm. like I'm off the bat, and, and it ends it, up being yeah. then it like fizzles out quickly. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy to that too. You know, and I'm not to say that you know you can't have that can't exist either. You can't have this intense intense passion with a man and him be like the man of your dreams and right. be the perfect man for you, whatever. But. I don't know. I'm trying to go a different route. I encourage anyone listening yes. to like go, try to go a different route. You know, it's going to be uncomfortable. You might think he's a little corny at first, right. but you know, let him show you who he is. Let him get in that situation where he can show you like, oh okay, you bad about it, a little bit. Right, right. Let him surprise right. you. Let him surprise. But not, not you're like not like you're going to go to jail though. Right, right. You know, that's not cute anymore. Right. Uh, 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 stories. <laughs> Think of any horries? One, but so they have to be dating related. Not necessarily dating related. I don't. If you don't have one, if you don't have one, I got one. We have one. We got plenty. Okay, go ahead. I have a recent one. Please, Mm. please. It's not like a horry. Like I wasn't being a whore. It's more of like literally a horror story. And only some people might not think this is a horror story, but to me, I was a little horrified. So me and the guy, this guy were, you know, hooking up, we were kissing, and like, I had decided I didn't, okay, low-key, it's the guy from Nicaragua, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just stop with, let's just stop with the mysterious. <laughs> let's just put it out there. Okay, the guy from Nicaragua, I wasn't really feeling him, nice guy, really great guy, I enjoy his company, but I just, the chemistry is not there, and I, I've tried to let it build, like I've just said, and it just isn't there for me, and I really realized that on this trip when I spent two consecutive days with him <laughs> um and you know i got drunk we like you know made out a little bit and then you know i wasn't i wasn't down i wasn't down but he but i like again i was testing myself and i was like you know what i don't i don't really want to have sex i'm sorry and he was like why and i was like i just don't i just i'm not into it and he was like well can i hump you he no wait we need to be clear he said well, can i hump yeah, you yeah he was like well can i just hump you <laughs> She's laughing too because it's hilarious. I feel terrible having this conversation in front of your oh, child, she's Amina. She's one. Um, oh as our last episode is about all the things that children pick up on when right. we don't think they know oh, what yeah. they're talking about. We meant under so, two. We meant that it only counts under two years old, just like Disneyland. They're free under two. Yeah, <laughs> you're free under two. Um, yeah, he he asked if he could hunt me, and I said okay, and and then I was like, cause I didn't know what else to do. Why is he okay? I don't know. I failed at the. I okay. I I like semi accomplished my goal right. of like not but doing, but then I still compromised yes, and like like me, I would do that. You're like, okay, well, I guess it's not so bad. <laughs> okay. And so and when I say hump, like not like hump with a, a penis out. Like he was fully like clothed. Like there was like he had his underwear on and he humped me. <laughs> and I was like, well, what are you? What's gonna happen? Like. I was like, what's gonna happen? Like, when you, where are you gonna come? And he was like, in my underwear. <laughs> like, are you ten years old? No, dog. Oh. You know what? This is good for him because you should never repeat that again. 
<laughs> just do it. <laughs> if you if you want to do it, just do it. But please, please refrain from asking wow. anyone else if you can hump them. Uh, and apparently, I think it's a thing for him. He really, he, it's not, it's not apparently. Like, I, he told me he likes to hump. Like, he's a humper. <laughs> <laughs> like a dog? <laughs> I don't know. He likes to hump and he's a humper. I don't. Oh, my goodness. I don't oh. know. I didn't know that was a thing still. I remember doing that in, like, you know, middle school, early high school. Uh, yeah, early yeah, high school. Because you were scared exactly. to do anything else. It was, like, right before finger bang. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was, like, it was like grinding, titty suck, finger bang. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and slowly, the genitals start coming out of the underwear. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it was so bad. Anyway, that's my horror story. Wow. The real one. For the we have the weekend. Um. Well, does that conclude our today's episode? Yeah, I think just as a recap, love yourself. Oh, also, oh, Amina, yeah. um, you could drop your kids off with us all the time. Oh my god, we are a part of the village. Call, yeah. call us if you need some help. Hell yeah, <laughs> because we're moms too, and sometimes we have the kids and we can't do oh shit, goodness. so might as well rotate it. Yeah. Might as well keep it in Definitely. rotation. Um, this one's glued to your hip. She might have a meltdown. Right. No, but you know, once I, I leave, she's normally fine. Did she still breastfeed? No. Well, you stopped a while ago. I stopped her early at six months. Oh, okay. Which is still okay, I guess. Yeah. Because some women don't even do that. Yeah. How how long did Corey? Six months. Corey, I did like 14 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Mila over here is breastfeeding until Luna was four years old. Don't. <laughs> do not breastfeed bash me on the podcast, okay? This is about Ooh. woman camaraderie, okay? Awesome. I'm just kidding, you know. Hands, have you seen no, my? Hands, have you seen my little titties? <laughs> That's two years of breastfeeding. <laughs> um, so if you right. want to check those out, check us out on at Good Moms <laughs> underscore Bad Choices. Um, and make sure you check out Amina at Amina Butterfly with D's. With D's, yeah, with D's. And check uh, out her book, The Other Woman, and her album on iTunes, Mother. And I think we're going to fade out with uh, a song from Amina's album. Yes, let's do it. Thank so, you, Amina. Thank yeah, you, guys. It was fun. It was fun. Let's do it again. For thank sure. you, Baby Bronx. Yeah, she, she was a little soundtrack in the background. I know. She was singing oh, her little gosh. song. All right, well, we will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful week. And catch you later. Holla. Bye. Bye.